and welcome back to uh, second day of the Change Officer Special Series uh, STEP Conference. Um, we are kicking off with Aisa. Um, Aisa is a managing partner at uh, Access Bridge Ventures uh, mm -hmm. with more than my 16 or more years in, in, in VC space. You've seen a lot, uh, you went through a lot, you reached the stage where, uh, as you said, you, you have a team that can, that can do quite a lot of work and uh, source new opportunities. But I would really like to learn from you over these next 20 minutes more about, you know, your view mm -hmm. on what we've been through over the previous 10 years and then also what we're really looking at over the next and coming 10 years here in the region in specific. Um, sure. So yeah, let's 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 go for yeah, it. Yeah, nice man. to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll start off telling you a bit about my background to help yeah, give it, context. Yeah, it would be good to, yeah. to to introduce you to to our listeners as well. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I've uh, I stumbled upon VC uh, probably around 2006. Honestly, over a dinner party, someone was launching one of the first VC funds in Mina. It was still very early stage, early days in the Middle East, and I went home and read what VC is and uh, was fortunate enough to. You know, join and be part of that journey, and I've been doing it since. You know, I found something I enjoy doing, and I, I, I truly love doing what I do. What's the piece of, of 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 VC? There is a lot of misconceptions about <coughs> venture capital. Yeah. First of all, first misconception is ISA owns the money. <laughs> no, no. Well, historically, <laughs> this is the first time I run a private fund. Historically, I've been an employee. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. throughout my career, so the concept of VC, how it works, you have a GPLP relationship. Yeah, so yeah. a partnership manages other people's money. Exactly. And we make money of the profits. Exactly. We get a fee to run our day-to-day -day activities, but that's generally how you do yeah. it. So when you're talking about a, a private sector fund or a typical GPLP fund, yeah. which is what I have now or where I first joined, that's how it works. I've also had multiple gigs that had uh, corporate venture funds. So I Got was uh, running the investment practice for 2454 mm -hmm. for around five years. That was sovereigns funded. Uh, I was uh, the head of investments for IFC for the MENA region, uh, Pakistan, and uh, some surrounding countries. What's the part of that uh, that you really love? What got you hooked? What got me hooked is... So I used to be in finance before. Oh, so right. I was a banker, investment banking, love equity trading, research. I didn't study it. I learned it on the go. And that's I'm I'm the type of person who learns by yeah. experience. Yeah. I'm not book smart in any way, sort or form, but I learn from experiences. And in VC, uh, the exposure you get is spectacular. So you look for people who are 100 times smarter than you that are solving a very big problem mm. and you partner with them. So not only do you learn from that process, but you also uh, uh, obviously hopefully profit and do good for the world, right? Yeah. So that... So what excites me is learning, working with good people, and uh, obviously financial reward and, 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 and the ecosystem growth that we witnessed is a testament of that, I guess. Got it. Yeah. So um, VC space and startup space 16 years ago and now changed dramatically. And yeah. we can probably talk about it a lot, but we already covered quite a bit of that over the previous couple of sessions and in general in the Change Officer podcast. So most of the listeners who are tuning in now as a follow-up to the previous ones know about it mm -hmm. new ones go check 120 and something episodes about it there is a lot of it but what we are really curious here in the change officer podcast and what we are trying to get the answer from everyone who is joining because everyone's perspective is different uh, on this what are the opportunities in the future that are coming given the rapid 
pace change that we are going through, which is faster and faster and faster. And I'm also like feeling I need to hold myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just that fear all of a sudden, like, am I still relevant? Like this whole metaverse and NFTs and crypto and AI, am I still relevant with my, my kind of skill set? What do you think is to come? Like, where are we going to end in a couple of years? And if we want to change chase next big opportunity as a as a new venture or or shape our existing venture in that way it's a good question so i think before i answer that just what has happened in the past mm. so i've done 65 deals in my career mm. of which let's say 10 were fund of fund investments through my previous gigs half of what we did the 10 years ago don't exist anymore they all died because it's a learning process and learning iteration. I think what we're seeing, there's a number of things that excite me and I think keep an eye out for. So I think anything that is disrupting an archaic industry mm-hmm. is what I would look at. So let's put metaverse and Web3 aside and let's look at, at real industries that are still yet to be disrupted. Okay. So healthcare All right. as, as one. You know, the medical practice is still uh, far behind. You know, we've advanced so much and what we've seen with how they've managed COVID and how quick uh, medication and vaccine has come out is, is, is testament to that. But if you take a look at the healthcare process between doctors, hospitals and consumers, it's still broken. Digital health, uh, uh, how do you communicate between uh, doctors and patients? How do we leverage these devices to optimize the process? So, uh, you know, this is a machine. This is more powerful than the first computer we bought. A lot, right? A lot more powerful. This can now test my blood oxygen, my heart rate. My doctor can, if allowed, monitor me properly. So the concept of us going to a hospital or a doctor will slowly, gradually decline and give those people the ability to focus on more critical patients and more relevant. So I think that's one aspect. I think how people work, and we talked about that before we started, I think that is still yet to be disrupted. How do we manage, you know, why is a spectacular developer in Egypt or Jordan paid a tenth of the same developer with the same skill set in San Francisco? So how do we normalize that? How do we give people equal opportunities? Gig economy, sharing of resources, uh, work for hire, uh, uh, virtual work. I think these are still areas that to be disrupted and the HR platforms that manage this. So how do we manage the new age and how people work? So at Access Bridge, as an example, we, don't have, we, have an, we do have an office, but we spend maybe a day a week together to build that personal relationship. Yeah. But then you do what you do when you want to do it, whatever you want to do it. I don't care. Do you want to start working at 10 today at noon? If we have a meeting, you need to show up. But other than that, we work based on tasks and what we need to deliver and what we need to execute. And that gives everyone the flexibility and happy people perform better. So another aspect of it, I think fintech, and I'll stop speaking in a second, is also no, a this big is one. all valuable. Yeah. I think everything that you mentioned so far, what I've picked up is healthcare, absolutely leveraging the, the technology and devices that we're using. HR, which is a really good point. Yeah. HR that will coordinate and facilitate new age workforce distributed yeah. around the world. Yeah. Really, really good point. Uh, fintech, I think that's the standard one. Uh, I think fintech is... Oh, we feel like fintech, there's so much So much, on. and there's so much money being thrown at a, at a ridiculous pace, creating an, a bit of an overinflated ecosystem, if yeah. you ask me. But for a reason, the financial systems are flawed. And that's where I guess uh, the blockchain and Web3 all come into play. But take a fundamental step back. 
like we take a look at the past few weeks and all the announcement of you know the card on demand, the B2B businesses, credit cards, and expense management platforms that have raised money. It took me a year of begging banks to open up a corporate <laughs> credit card for Access Bridge, and I didn't. Ab- I wasn't able to do it. I went for a startup that is outside this part of the world to do that. Which one? Let's uh, promote them. Tribal. Tribal. It's right. it's an investment of uh, a few v- VC funds out of Mina, right. uh, which I used to sit on their LPAC as part of my All previous right. role, right. and. Uh, Three days, boom, I have a virtual credit card. I can pay for wow. my hosting. So it's still a flood, it. right? Uh, we have a company in Egypt uh, that we've invested in that does supply chain or be buy now, pay later for uh, uh, supply chain or businesses to businesses and eventually going B2C, doing nano financing. So small checks, a very hyper local play uh, where they've you know, managed to create credit profiles for unbankable people. Mm. You know, banking for... Uh, 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 people who are not uh, will never be approved by KYC in for more traditional banks. Big so there is Big so many. You know, how do I transfer? Remittedly, this goes on and on and on. So I think fintech is is yet to be disrupted. Education, I, again, standard themes, but they're archaic industries. So education, the way we learn. So I don't know about you. I was forced to decide what I wanted to do in life by grade nine. Yeah, same. Uh, I went to university. I applied for everything from dentistry. Yeah. to computer science, to business, to engineering, because I kept my options open. I started off literally the first month in computer science. I'm like, that's not for me. <laughs> I moved to business. I started off in banking, finance, moved to VC. So, so, you know, let people learn by experiences. People learn by uh, 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 developing what they're good at. Get kids and children. So there's you know, old school and that model in the US. That still needs to come here in this part of the world. So there's so many, and I yeah. you know, can talk forever about it. So what I want to talk yeah. next about, and I think we gave them, we gave everyone like a, a, a nice amount of information on the opportunities, and I think they are all specifically what captured my attention is healthcare, which I agree, and and there is a lot of opportunity. So like how I measure the the, the opportunity, at least personally, and everyone has their own strategy. The size of the opportunity and the hotness and the amount of people and companies trying to solve it. Fintech versus healthcare, uncomparable. Fintech, yeah. everyone is chasing to- that towards Because it's easier. Okay, yeah, th- th- that's it. Yeah. So, but there are so many well, boring industries. Yeah, you may be saying it easier is, is not. But an like, understatement. An understatement, yeah. but... <laughs> But because it's hot and there's a yeah. lot of capital and obviously, you know, especially VCs are taking the lead there and promoting it in, in a way that makes people, okay, that money is in fintech. But there are industries like education. How many startups are solving education comparing to, 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 to unbanking and under, underbanking, right? So education, healthcare, big opportunities. You guys invested early stage. Yeah. So I want to talk about this whole the spectrum, spectrum <laughs> from idea early stage pre-seed seed series a and later uh it's rel- okay easy again understatement but you know join the, the 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 train at series a obviously it's already validated market traction we got revenue we got thousands of users all right now it's just a question whether we'll make be able to scale it or not yeah putting your bets early on is more riskier of course but there is so it's much more, more and more fun and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 there is so many talented founders who are waiting for support yeah, yeah. so I think just to answer that just to give you a, an understanding of our ethos and how we think mm-hmm. or how I think and the team thinks 
uh, and my partners is I uh, only we only invest yeah. in areas we understand. And if you take a look at those trends I mentioned, these are areas we understand. So my partner Imad knows EdTech and HealthTech better than anyone else in this part of the world. I'm sure. exaggerating, but yeah, yeah. We, we feel that is the case. I understand fintech and e-commerce and retail and the digitization of retail and quick commerce, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and how that is going to spread across that. So we invest in areas we understand. If we take a look at early stage, we try to find the entrepreneurs that are solving these problems that we can add value to. Mm-hmm. So when I talk to an entrepreneur at the stage we invest in, uh, and you talked about the key areas where people sure. launch businesses and the simplicity and whatnot, but we look at the person is this someone who understands his space is this someone strong if this person fails or this team fails will i still back them yeah and if the answer is yes that's how we start that conversation given that we get like we got 1100 applications for funding last year 1100 1100 applications and it's our first year of launch what's your like average ticket 250 to 500, okay. maybe 500. Actually, 500 has been that we're hovering around that rate mm-hmm. for the last few deals that we did. And that's at the stage of earlier stage. What's earlier stage? How do you, we, do you define so early stages? So stages and names keep changing. Yeah, what we call right. seed now is uh, what an A was <laughs> two <laughs> years used ago. To be a. <laughs> or nice B. A. Yeah, yeah. B. And uh, I'd like to be that first or second institutional investor all coming right. into business. Right, so that's right. for us right now is seed pre-seed. I never used to do pre-seed, mm. but now we do that mm. because obviously we come in early and we need a good price point to generate returns and so on. So taking a step back is uh, finding the entrepreneur who understands his business, understands the market he's focusing on, and has a really is solving an actual problem. Yeah. Because we have a great idea, but it's not a problem that's big enough uh, in terms of market size, and we sit with the entrepreneurs and we talk about what value are you looking for from your investor in an ideal world. And we take a look at that. Okay, we can help with one, two, three, four. How can I grow you 10x, mm. 15x over next 12 to 18 months? Because the value of a seed or early stage investor like us is usually best at that first 12 to 18 months. Then you should theoretically get the bigger boys at the series A with the bigger checks who understand the scale from that to growth can still help so you strategically obviously. decided you want to focus on this stage yeah. where you feel you contribute the most value to the startup and right? we can at help shape these companies destiny through our experiences and the failures that we've seen right all right 65 deals right half of which have failed miserably we we've seen it we my partners operate businesses uh, 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 we've built businesses ourselves so uh, taking that experience and giving you those shortcuts is is where we excel and honestly people say you can't do it for 10 15 companies yes in theory but if you spread them over three years and you focus on a chunk each year as you build your portfolio concentration uh, it's manageable just you know really rolling up your sleeve and getting down and dirty like i did three or four years of venture building where i launched four or five businesses at some point and you were supposed I to say failed. that at the beginning. I wanted to talk about it that much. <laughs> now we're out no, of time. But like, again, <laughs> getting that experience and transferring it to people. Really, that's, I think, yeah. how people, div- yeah. that's how, di- you know, good businesses get. Like, a lot of the businesses we invested in when we did the first deal in this fund, people were like, Asa, what are you, a cowboy? What, what's this bet you're taking? I see something in this entrepreneur and the problem that he's solving and the tech that he's developed over the past two years that you don't. A year yeah. later, these businesses have grown 15 to 20 times already. Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of a you know market yeah. element to it, but they're fundamentally strong businesses. 
Oh, it's amazing. Um, look, I, I think it's time to, to wrap. Mm -hmm. um, we can definitely set up a new, longer session of the change officer in our studio. There's yeah. so many topics, especially venture building, which I think is a, is a model that is yet to be proven and, and scaled in the region. Um, but before I let you go, I have just one random fun question. Mm -hmm. um, if you could pick any cartoon or movie character to be your co-founder in the next venture that you're going to start, <laughs> which a one would it be? movie character or a cartoon? Oh my God, I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> uh, Book? Then I'll you tell you, that guy well, yeah. from that TV show, uh, 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 The Lawyer. Ah, uh, uh, Harvey? Suits. Suits. Yeah. Harvey. Harvey. Oh. Harvey. Harvey <laughs> would be an awesome person to work with. <laughs> Harvey Specter, right? Dude, I was going to say billions, but you know, there's some ethics there and so on. But yeah, that's why I would Harvey Specter is the man. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Lisa, thanks so much Thank for coming, Thank you for having man. me. Anytime uh, you want us back, you know, we're around. For sure. We, we need to do a round table uh, yeah. and have another interesting discussion. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this uh, quick chat. Um, stay tuned. There is another great episode coming out really soon um, and uh, follow the change officer thanks a lot everyone bye